It's been a sunny, sandy Christmas. We've been here before. But why film just one Christmas when you can show off four? (laughs) Was it really four Christmases for this film? I think there was more than four Christmases in this film. Oh, God. So many. Um, There was was really very many Christmases. Yeah. We should uh, get into it, huh? Welcome to Jingle Bells. I'm Beck. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas. Yeah, because it's finally Christmas here at Jingle Bells. Yeah! Christmas every day at Jingle Bells. Yeah, yeah. it is Christmas every day at Jingle Bells. Um, Yeah, today we're here to talk... Melee Maka! Um, today we're here to talk about Same Time Next Christmas, um, which was made in 2019 by ABC, and I'm pretty sure this is a very TV movie. What do you think, Bex? I, yeah, I think it's, a, I don't think that this would have done necessarily well at the cinema, <laughs> but it is a good, a good TV Christmas movie, that's for damn sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, I... Like in spite of myself, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. <laughs> Me neither, but I did. I really liked it. I was so surprised. Yeah, do you know what? Like, I finished watching it and I felt festive yeah. and cheerful. Um, I felt festive and cheerful, but I definitely had whiplash. I feel like the pacing of this film was pretty speedy, and yet not. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot of, like, 11 months crushed into zero time and then December, 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 December. Um, but we'll we'll get into it. We've got a place to start, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, which means I've got a little a little new synopsis time jingle for you. I wonder if you'll know <laughs> where it's from. Synopsis time. Oh my god, I feel really bad. I don't know what it is. It's the glee thing. Oh my god, I looked it up specifically. Oh yes, is the glee thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should be better. I should be better. With the amount of TV I watch, I should be better. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. No, it's fine. It's fine. You can make it up to me by giving me the synopsis of this lovely movie. Okay. So, uh, circumstances conspire to keep apart a young woman and her childhood sweetheart, who she first met during her family's annual Christmas visit to Hawaii. That is the film, to be honest. Yeah, that that is the premise of the film. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't... Absolutely the premise of the film. I don't know how much things, like, conspire to keep them apart. It really does feel like a timing is not on their side kind of deal more than anything. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like conspiratory. Right? Like, it just felt unfortunate with a lot of different things that happened to them over yeah. the 25 years that we watch in this film. <laughs> yeah, it is a... I mean, I love uh, the one that got away storyline. Mm-hmm. That's always cool and fun and, you know, uh, an interesting thing to play on. Mm-hmm. But... 
Yeah, I like I like this I like this movie. Uh, where uh, the reason I did the Glee thing as the synopsis time jingle, just in case anyone was aware, <laughs> is that the lead actress Olivia is played by none other than Leah Michelle. Yes, uh, who is best known as Rachel Berry in Glee, but has been in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, she has. Um, is the Broadway version of Funny Girl that she's been in most recently, right, Bex? It is. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, then she was also in other TV things. Uh, she was Hester in Scream Queens, which is like a big Ryan Murphy production just after he kind of started American Horror Story. Um, Emma Roberts is also in that as well. Um, Bex's favourite, you know, she was in New Year's Eve um, as Elise, the girl that was trapped in the lift with Aston Kutcher. I, I honestly have a huge black hole <laughs> of that movie in my mind. Just can't remember it at all. Yeah, I know, I know, but remember that you love I talking about that it. Movie? No, I didn't rewatch <laughs> that movie. It was really bad. Uh, you can listen to our New Year's Eve God, review. I'm just actually. gonna go back and listen to our episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to hear more of Bex's opinions on the film, um, then we had the male lead, which is Jeff. Um, who's played by Charles Michael Davis. He's Quentin Carter in NCIS New Orleans. He's been Zane Anders in Younger with Hilary Duff. He was Ted in For the People and he was Josh Wright in No Sleep Till Christmas. He's done a bunch of cameos. Um, he was in Z Nation. He's been in Jane the Virgin. He's been in Grey's Anatomy. Um, so you'll know him. You'll know his face. That's for sure. Um, I, I don't... I actually did not recognise him at all. I don't think I've seen him in anything before. Oh. But he was... Very handsome, very uh, attractive. Love a non-white pairing for a male leave. That's always nice. Yep. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we also had the other love interest, Greg, who's played by Brian Greenberg. He was Jake in One Tree Hill, which is where I know him from. Um, he was also Nate in Bride Wars, which was the film with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Um, he was Parker in Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis as well. He's usually the, like secondary love interest who turns out to be a bit of a dick but surprisingly he wasn't a dick in this film like he was a bit overbearing at times but yeah I don't think he was like bad you know yeah we will get into it because I I have there are some things I really like about the film that involve Greg and what they did with him so let's we'll finish our Christmas credits we'll rush through our criteria (laughs) and then we can get dived into the juicy uh coconut (laughs) <laughs> sunshine waters of hawaii yes absolutely um we had alec who's played by phil morris he's primarily a voice actor uh he's in things like young justice curious george um and also in all i want for christmas is you like the mariah carey film that we reviewed last year oh my god who was he in that bud i don't see the dad no i don't remember who bud the- was bud. <laughs> who was bud it's another another flat. We, we we should go and listen to our own podcast. Uh, catch up with her. all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey review, which is very cute and has a dog in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, kind of cranking through the credits again. Uh, Woody is played by uh, sorry, Woody yeah, is played by George Newbern. He was Charlie in Scandal. He's cameos in like Law and Order, SVU, Grey's Anatomy. He got all three CSIs. CSI, oh, CSI wow, New York, really impressive. CSI Miami. Yeah, I was impressed. Um, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff like Castle and NCIS. So again, like you'll have seen his face around a bunch. Yeah. Then we have Faye, who's played by Nia Vardalos. Um, she was Tula in My Big Fat Greek Wedding One and Two. Also Olivia in Christmas oh, Romance. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> right. It's so good. 
Um, she's also Olivia in Christmas Romance Al Dente, which I think we might want to put on our list because it sounds great. Um, Christmas Romance Al Dente, right? Wow, that's a. I'm I'm just gonna make a note <laughs> of that. What the fuck is? Cool. Yeah, review coming soon, maybe, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, she's also had cameos in things like Grey's Anatomy, Cougar Town, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Law and & Order, and Jane the Virgin as well. And then finally, one of my favourite characters in this film, I think, um, Marielle is played by Christina Souza. Um, she's had cameos in things like Magnum P.I., Hawaii Five-0, Lost, NCIS, and CSI Miami. So another one of those actors you'll have seen in various places. I loved her. She was so beautiful. I couldn't believe I hadn't. She hasn't been uh, um, like anything more major than cameos. Right. Like, yeah. She was great. Like missing a trick Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I've heard the name before, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe she's. Maybe she's. I don't know. Maybe we should do a little more research in Christina and see what she's up to. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Bex very very kindly did the Christmas tree count again this week. <laughs> so yeah. Moving swiftly on yeah. to our Christmas criteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say, so there were 55 trees within an hour of this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, this movie is set in Hawaii, right? <laughs> and it's also set across multiple Christmases. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we'll find in our notes is we'll be trying to, I don't know how we're going to do it, probably do year by year Christmas. But because it's in Hawaii, it's not super festive. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you do like 2017 Christmas and then whatever the resolution of that is. And then they go back to New York. And when they are in New York, there are loads of Christmas trees. <laughs> like all the background and whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, thank God little kid Ian made a Christmas tree in the first 20 minutes of this movie. Else we would have been on fucking four. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, there was a lot of Christmas in other ways. Yeah. It did still feel like a Christmas movie. But because it was like... You know, it's it's not snowy. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, it's it's not cold and uh, all of that. So yeah, it's uh, not a lot of trees. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't te- we wouldn't technically class this movie as Christmassy yeah. because I remember I-, I was listening to our Night Before Christmas uh, reviews um, earlier in this week because I love a Night Before Christmas and I love <laughs> us talking about it uh, the night before. Um, yeah. And we got to like 113 trees in like 13 minutes. Yeah. And then we're watching like these movies and an hour in we're at 50 trees. And I'm just like, come on. I know. I know you're in Hawaii, but like we would count a palm tree if it was decorated. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, in any like non-festive or non-traditionally festive location, we will take any kind of thing that is decorated, really. A Christmas bush. Sure. Christmas cactus. Why not? Yeah. Uh, you know, Christmas cactus. palm trees. Cactus pop. Christmas palm tree, yeah. yeah. They had some very unconventional uh, Christmas activities and like little notes to Christmas in this, which I yeah. really enjoyed because I always love seeing how they do, you know, I don't know whether they actually do this in Hawaii or not and whether it's just like the movie made it up, but mm-hmm. like I love seeing stuff that isn't the, you know, while I love the cookie baking and the delicious mead and <laughs> the snow angels yeah. and whatever, they actually did get quite a lot of Christmassy vibes yeah in this summer movie so there was like a christmas hula mm-hmm. which is cute christmas lays which looked really beautiful mm-hmm. they were like wrapping presents they have a tinsel fight they do. there was caroling <laughs> there was a mistletoe kiss mm-hmm. there was a christmas there were two christmas weddings technically yeah and something called the reindeer games which was great fun mm-hmm. so yeah i think it's uh, definitely a christmas movie mm-hmm. 
and I yeah I really loved it let's let's are we ready do you want to talk about it yeah absolutely uh dying to talk about it and you know what we'll start as suddenly as the film itself starts because it had no time to breathe we were straight in oh, right <laughs> my god literally a minute and 20 seconds of this movie um before they go to hawaii and they have to fit so much into that a minute and 20 seconds including the opening yeah um, but also <laughs> Uh, just just in case you you out there also have some thoughts about same time Nick Christmas, you can tweet at us or message us on Instagram at Jingle Bells Pod. Uh, we would love to know if you like this movie because we did. <laughs> yes, please. Anyway, now the <laughs> plugs have done. I could take that off my uh, Christmas list that I have been nice and not naughty and done the plug. <laughs> Oh, we appreciate your service as one of the chief elves at Jingle Bells. Um, but yeah, like... Going for that managerial position, baby. <laughs> we have a very flat hierarchy here, guys. Like, you know, <laughs> we like to empower everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this film just started immediately. Like, and, and, you know, like usually we have some credits, a bit of a run-up or, you know, a bit of preamble. So we kind of get a feel for the characters and stuff. But not, not with this film. No, no just yeah. straight up in there and <laughs> we even get to the point where we really establish that you know Olivia is plain Jane so much so that I forgot her name repeatedly throughout this film but also um Greg who is peppered in there as love interest like immediately tries yeah. to compliment her by saying that she delivers the height of functionality and practicality in her architectural work which is based on like doing government buildings and stuff as I'm saying this, I'm starting to feel really bored. But that was it. Like she was just so plain. Did you not feel like that? Yeah, I think. And I think like the thing is as well is Leah Michelle is uh is like a a, a very well known actress, mm-hmm. right? And she is very recognizable, not necessarily for like the roles that she has played, but just who she is mm-hmm. is very known in a um like society. She is very talked about. So it's weird to see her in a role where she is kind of just like plain. It was really nice that they didn't make her be this like big star kind of thing. She was sort of, uh, Hack Olivia was a more sort of subdued role. She had like a fairly normal job. Like I could see her, you know, it it was boring. I, yeah. I totally felt for her when she was like, I want to create like beautiful things mm-hmm. and make really cool buildings. Um, and all I'm doing is just like concrete and fluorescent lights and windows. And I was like, yep, that does seem like to be all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg is an interesting character. I think we'll touch more on Greg like later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was as soon as he was introduced, I was uh, my literal note said, okay, you seem random. I'm sure you'll be significant <laughs> in your own unique little way. Um, so yeah, just the yeah. only person that we meet, she, you know, she's in an office for like mm-hmm. a minute. Like they got all those extras, they dressed them up, they decorated that office, yeah. they did that whole scene. It made 45 seconds of the movie and then she was never actually back at her job again no no her job which is supposed to be like a really important part of her identity as well which is crazy but what I was really pleased with is that she has like what I call a a real job not because like the journalists and stuff that we see throughout these films aren't real jobs but like you know it's when it's like oh, she's a busy executive something and you don't really know what it is that she does, but she kind of works in 
business Samantha works in an office. Right? She holds papers and occasionally does presentations. And it's yeah. like, okay, but what, what does she actually do? And they're like, office things. Right? And it's like, right, cool, okay. You know, it's like last week when we spoke about uh, Christmas is cancelled. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what her fucking job was. She just walked into a building and had coffee and chats with people. and That was her job. Yeah, right? Um, so <laughs> definitely a bit a bit peculiar mm-hmm. but I, I did um, enjoy the fact that she had a job and like you can see yeah. that she cared about it and it was still important and it didn't like fall to the wayside because of a man like that was nice and yeah. refreshing too um but but yeah like there, there are a few things that I have with her job but I'm going to touch on that again in a little bit because the same speed that this movie moves out, we might as well jump into the fact that she immediately goes to Hawaii within like the first five minutes of the film. Oh yeah, so with it, it's it's not even five. It is literally one minute and twenty five <laughs> seconds. She is the plane flies across the thing, and I'm like, oh, we're in Hawaii now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't hate that, right? I I kind of I kind of like the fact that it was like, let's not waste time with this bullshit. Let's just go to Hawaii. And I was like, cool, yeah, yeah. great. Um, I really like them doing a flashback. I wish they had just cut the first. What I wish they'd done is cut this first minute mm-hmm. and just moved that to like while the credits are rolling. Right, right that's yeah. a great scene. You do like. Them arriving to Hawaii, she's a kid, she pushes Jeff over, they get like friendly and it shows their like evolution through the photographs. Yeah. All very cute. I'm into that. I think the young actors and actresses who played like their younger versions did a good job of seeming like actual teenagers and not like adult personalities shoved in a teenage body, which is like (laughs) quite often how they do it. Mm You know, you'll have a 15-year-old girl who's like, I am driven to do this one thing and that's all I'm going to do. And otherwise yeah. I have no personality. And I'm like, no, come on. You're like 15. You, <laughs> you know, I like that they had gave them flip phones. I was like, I'm into this. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was like, that was really, really nice. But I wish then they'd cut to her, like, you know, it cuts to a picture on her desk, right, of the family being in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Christmas card that her mum sent her being like, can't wait to catch up with you, honey. And maybe yeah. she's having this these chats with people as she's like leaving the office. So it makes more narrative sense rather than it just being like, you're in a meeting. Okay, now you're on a plane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, that would have been nice. It's her, put, mm-hmm. like it starts with her putting her out, out of office on and she's like, picking up her coat yeah and then greg comes up you know her boss comes up to a great work olivia on whatever building building mm. and olivia goes yeah i mean if you say so and she goes what's wrong you didn't like the building and she was like well it's uh it was fine it's just not really i don't think it's interesting or dynamic or whatever yeah um yeah. and the boss goes oh blah 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 but it's super, super easy to to you know but whatever you build it's great to sell ha 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 yeah. anyway uh, Greg wanted to have a word. Can you stop by his desk before you leave? And you like go see Greg and he asks you out for drinks on New Year's or whatever. <laughs> and like, you know, you do it that way. That would make sense to me. I, w- I, I, they didn't do that. I'm already fixing this movie. I know. Literally not even got to the first <laughs> Christmas of this movie. <laughs> no, but like that would be such a better opening. Because honestly, like it was just all over the map. Like truly with all of the time jumps and stuff. Like my notes are peppered with there are too many time skips or how are there still more time skips? So yeah, like that would have been I a way better timeline. I the time timeline. skips had been done clearer, you mm-hmm. know. Well, some of them were captioned and some of them weren't, like which was what was really hard to follow because I was like, wait, are yeah. we a year ahead? So I was like guessing the timeline as I was going along, which is just really yeah, difficult. Yeah. Um, 
because also I got really excited because in the hotel they have a countdown to Christmas and I was like cool right well we're gonna figure this out oh, and I that's immediately fine. thought the same and then it was useless the entire film yeah. it was useless and I was like it was it it meant nothing it wasn't sort of super sick because what what I think they did mm-hmm. which is really clever but not signposted is that the, so they did it over Christmas 2016 2017 2018 2019 mm. right mm-hmm. and they kind of did each year they did a day closer to Christmas yeah so the first day was like them all arriving and then the second year we cut them arriving and we go straight to day two and then the third year we go straight to day three which is the reindeer games and then the fourth year it's Christmas Eve and like mm-hmm. I loved that accelerate like you know kind of showing the repetition of family traditions which are done yeah. through mm-hmm. multiple years and like the characters growing and evolving other than the fact that none of the characters looked any fucking different any right. years that they came back including no. the children which is very <laughs> funny ian is six in 2016 and six in 2019 he has not grown an inch uh, and i get you're filming a movie whatever but like dress him slightly differently or like right. do his hair or something but yeah anyway fill his shoes uh, yeah, with newspaper it, or something like that yeah, there was a lot of really cool things in this movie that I really, really liked mm-hmm. that just weren't clear. And I think the timeline is one of them. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. We'll, we'll start the first Christmas, Leah Michelle arrives, Christmas 2016. Mm-hmm. I'll try and keep us right with the uh, with the thing. And oh my goodness, Je- oh wait, wait, I missed a whole bit <laughs> during the kids scene. I'll rewind. Are we ready to rewind? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Leah Michelle, it's not her name, Olivia and Jeff meet there every year. They get back together. All their families get together and celebrate Christmas in Hawaii at this like amazing resort. It looks fucking fabulous. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. what a dream. I wish I could spend Christmas in Hawaii. That looks amazing. Um, but they have like, you know, they're young kids who see each other once a year. So Mm -hmm. obviously they have a budding romance, which is very sweet and it's, the nice thing in this movie is that the parents were like very keen for them to get together, mm-hmm. but didn't like force anything. No. Mm-hmm. Were very kind of supportive of their kids, were offering genuinely friendly advice. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of communication between every single person in this movie. And it yeah. was great to see. Uh, because often in these movies, it's just people lying to each other and manipulating yeah. each other behind their backs. And that wasn't present in this one, which was really 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 nice to see i yeah. like super loved it no it was great like there was a lot of very clear communication and yeah like there wasn't any sort of scheming or anything there was encouragement sure but no one was forced into doing anything and it was really refreshing it was really nice to see like that clear communication can be interesting and done well <laughs> i think is important yeah. um it's not a thing that we usually get in these films obviously like most of the climax is like our big reveals so yeah, yeah there was no real like big reveal until towards the end which is where we would expect it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i think that was that was nice because it you knew you know there's more drama to come yeah like that's a christmas movie so it's mm-hmm. nice that it was like there was something actually there to found these kind of feelings of hurt from which yeah. you often see in Christmas movies like a girl's really hurt because a guy didn't say that he likes her mm-hmm. and it's like okay well that's not really significant enough to like spend a year spend years wallowing yeah but like having that connection with someone and a conversation and kissing and stuff like that adds a little bit more like magnitude to it if 
you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's something yeah, that came with like the so, repetition, right? Like we were just building on things that so. happened before and stuff like that. But like they did a lot of stuff really well. Like the the setting up tragic backstories. You're right, was quite well done um so jeff loses his mum um which is how olivia and jeff initially lose touch um and then like when they're what about 16 something like that they have their first kiss um but the year after yeah jeff's mum passes away so olivia doesn't see him again and we get yeah 2016 is about 15 years later roughly right um yeah it, that that's not especially clear no. uh when when that was but yeah it's yeah. it's there they were teenage you know teenage sweethearts summer romance mm-hmm. in winter christmas romance uh and then you know it's not jeff's fault that he didn't go to hawaii he's oh, 15 no. he can't buy his own fucking ticket to hawaii he was mm-hmm. dealing with family stuff totally fair yeah um so it's interesting to see their return in 2016. The Williams family, Jeff is back. Mm-hmm. Olivia's been coming here all the time in between. And uh, they they hit things off again. Yeah. First time she catches a glimpse of uh, Jeff, he is sexily striding out <laughs> of the water. It's the only time he swims in this movie. So it's yeah. really funny that it's like they put it in. Yeah. Uh, he's dripping wet with seawater glistening in the sunlight mm-hmm. twinkly sexy music plays as she falls over pretty girl is so <laughs> clumsy oops what do you think about jeff because jeff to me mm. not a totally sexy name oh my god Apologies that's in my notes jeff out there that's offended it's it's in my Olivia notes is like kind of a se- is it yeah i literally am like is jeff a sexy name because like obviously you know we've got kevin he t- takes his shirt off in uh, princess which one and yeah, I mean, like, I mean, standing on Kevin his own is, is Kevin a sexy name? Apologies to Kev. Yeah, offering Kev, <laughs> we don't mean you. You're obviously very sexy, but like, yeah, it's not like Hollywood sexy name. Yeah, but then like, I, I mean, I suppose Jeff Goldblum is uh, sexy, right? True, true, true. Does it depend on the Jeff then? I mean, I think it depends on the any name, but some names are sexier than others. I mean, Sir Cole I Frederick Christopher Lyons is like the sexiest name, right? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have necessarily put like <laughs> Cole in as the sexiest, but you know, names like Scarlet or like <laughs> you know, uh, Lorenzo, like that kind of gives off that sexy, ooh, like yeah. Alejandro, ooh, <laughs> you know. Ego, not sexy. Alejandro, very sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think they should have called him Alejandro, though it would have been amazing. Uh, okay. But they could have called him, I don't know, something a bit sexier than Jeff. Yeah, Jeff was a bit odd. Although, like, when they meet as children, like, Jeff does sound like a child's name. Like, it's kind of cute, especially when he introduces himself as, like, Jeff Williams. I'm Jeff! I'm, like, cute. Yeah. So... I don't know, like, do you grow into the name Jeff and you make it sexy up? I'm not really sure. If there's any Jeffs out there listening, tweet at us. Let us know if you're sexy. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now we've yeah. offended all of the Jeffs uh, and Kevins and Igors in the audience. Uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff and Olivia are very cute together, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a classic bumping into each other meet which means they have to marry that's how it works yeah. if you bump into someone else in a christmas movie you are to be wed uh i didn't write these rules i'm, I'm sorry i adopted them from fan fiction from 2004 <laughs> um 
<laughs> but it's like super yeah so they have like you know a little moment where they realize it's each other mm-hmm. there's clearly you know, it's, it's been a long time but yeah. they, there's always that I, I don't know whether everyone has a person like that i think the what if storyline is really cute in movies Mm-hmm. but not so good in real life, right? Like having <laughs> yeah. a what, actually having a what if person who you look back on, what if that had happened? I think that's fine, uh-huh. but it's definitely a more interesting trope in movie than in real life where it's mm-hmm. complicated and messy. I would know as someone who redated their first love uh, later uh, after we dated, Ooh. broke up, years passed, and then we dated again. And it was very wasn't quite how I'd envisioned it to be, mm, uh, mm-hmm. which is clear from the fact I am engaged to a different person. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they were both called Fat Sam. Funny fact. Anyway, oh, uh, okay. uh, weird. See, Sam's a sexy name. I think Sam's a sexy name. Mark is a sexy name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Short, sweet, simple. Yeah. You can say it in a variety of contexts. <laughs> I think Jingle Boy is obviously the sexiest name of them all, but not everyone's blessed to be called that. Uh, Well, a tiny thing that isn't really touched on in the movie in a significant way into the in the plot, Mm -hmm. and I love that it isn't. uh, Is her brother's gay? Yes, he's in a gay long term relationship. They have a child, and it's just there, and that's and it's just that it's just it's like very nice and they seem to have their own things like Mm -hmm. he lost a bet at one point and is wearing like a hawaiian hula outfit yes and it's not even really spoken about it's just like two people who are out there living their life in the background Mm -hmm. of all this drama that's happening and they uh, just happen to be gay and i fucking loved it it was so nice to see it Mm -hmm. it was so important to me that it was there it wasn't a big deal to anybody at any point Mm -hmm. No one even mentioned it. No, not at all. It was so real. That's just what it's like. It's yeah. just another couple. And it's, yeah, I was very pleased to see that. Just people living. And that's that's what we want. Um, I, I was really pleased to see that they had a child as well. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. like, I mean, a lot of uh, people have having children forced on them or projected onto them and all of that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see people getting to have a family because they want to have a family like that's the most important thing um but yeah i really i like i dug her brother and her brother's husband but i really liked the parents i liked her parents quite a lot um i did as well they were so horny for each other (laughs) here's the thing there was no one in this movie who i didn't like including greg which was really really nice yeah I didn't hate Greg and like usually we're supposed hate. to hate these people but like I mean yeah. I, there were aspects of him I didn't necessarily like I thought he worked too much and that he was a bit you know he could do with having some sand between his toes and having a swim in the yeah. sea and stuff like that but yeah I didn't hate him I just didn't like parts of him and that was yeah. okay I'm, he yeah the constant interrupting mm-hmm. that he did is really really rude that is not acceptable mm-hmm. i i'm also bad for that because i do it all the time <laughs> um it's something i'm working on it's a flaw uh, but otherwise greg just seems kind of misdirected but like mm. i don't see a problem with like if you enjoy running and working out 
you want to do that on your vacation you yeah. go right ahead and it's not like he was dragging her to do stuff she was like mm-hmm. oh i just want to sit on the beach and she he was like okay great yeah i just like went off and and the fact that he doesn't like sand and sun and you know maybe he's more of a skier or whatever yeah but he still went on hol- on the vacation mm-hmm. because it was important to his girlfriend yeah like that's a nice dude that's great you know it's there's obviously difficulties relationships take work that's how it goes it's never super easy Mm -hmm. well sometimes it's super easy it's easier than other times it's probably (laughs) the better way to put it but like i i was like i have a lot of respect for greg he seems to be of his own mind okay yes he's a little work obsessed but Mm -hmm. i i used to work in sales that's how it works in sales. Yeah. If you take a three, if you take three days off, and that's three days that a big project comes in, you don't get that money. Mm-hmm. And like, if you work in an environment where everyone else around you also cares about that, it's super easy to get swept up in it. Like, I was mm-hmm. very, very into all the sales culture when I was in London. Money was like super significant to me. It's yeah. less so now as like you know time goes on and whatever. But yeah, I like. Mm-hmm. He seemed totally reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. And they never do that. They always make like the the boyfriend terrible. Like yeah. the fiance like really shit. And it was nice that he wasn't shit. That no one was shit. No. Like I wasn't annoyed by any character no. in this movie, which you would expect in most movies. But no, most Christmas <laughs> movies, someone's really, really annoying. Yeah, but not in this one, which is is surprising and refreshing and nice, but like yeah, there was a lot of times that I thought Greg was going to turn and fall into the usual tropes. Like when they were doing the reindeer games, I genuinely expected him to like throw a child out the way or trip them over or like throw a tantrum after he Be lost really and stuff. Be a loser, yeah. But he didn't. He was actually really respectful. Yeah. And, you know, like you were saying, um, when he asks Olivia to, if she wants to go for a run, he takes her no, which is like yeah. so rare. But, like, everybody has autonomy. No one is really, like, forced into any situation in this film. Like, everyone is quite respectful, even if they're, like, maybe a bit critical. But, you know, at that point, it's just um, Olivia's parents making comments and stuff and being like, oh, Greg should sit down and things like that. And you're like, okay, well, you know, families usually give their opinions whether you want them or not. But, like, they weren't disrespectful with it, which was nice. No, and they seem to fully be on board with whatever Olivia wanted to do. Yeah. Because she was the one that's living her life, not them. Mm-hmm. Though they had a fantastic relationship. I know you mentioned this earlier. They're like lust for each other, yeah. even though they are like <laughs> older actors. was so funny to see and so wonderful mm-hmm. and like joyful. And like, they, it, it, it was really nice that the, while obviously there was tragedy in the in the movie of mm-hmm. like you know losing a parent is very hard. We touch on it every fucking week because every movie someone loses a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but which you know, God, goddamn, you got to protect his parents, better guy. Like <laughs> holy shit, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really nice. Yeah, uh, and like I, I, I just I was really expecting this movie to fall into like the things we don't like about Christmas. Movies. Yes. Yeah. I was really expecting it to fall into that. Mm-hmm. I thought Leah Michelle was going to be really annoying. Mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't going to like any of the outfits about it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be really vague. I thought it was going to be like really cheesy. And yeah. they were going to be like stringing each other along for like years and years over these different Christmases, mm-hmm. right? I thought, you know, but there was, it was none of those things. They were like really open and communicative. Like Jeff and 
uh, Olivia go on a walk together. Mm-hmm. And like really early in the movie, like they've just bumped, they have, they bumped into each other. She has a little moment where she goes and tries loads of outfits on. It's yeah. <laughs> I was really excited at the beginning of this movie. Slightly less excited by the end of this movie, but it's fine. I was really excited because they were showing her in a lot of like, swimsuits and like one suit mm-hmm. and stuff and she was like relatively covered it wasn't all about like i look so sexy here's my bikini blah 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 yeah and i was like that's so cool that they're doing that reason they did that is because leah michelle was pregnant during this the filming of this movie oh. as far as i can tell from the timeline uh, she had a baby in early 2020 yeah and she looks and so i, I feel like she i think she was pregnant during the filming of this movie uh. um Okay. And I did a little research on it, but not a full amount. Yeah. So now I was slightly less excited that they weren't putting her in like stuff. Yeah. Because I well, before it was like a conscious decision that they were making about like who she is. Yeah. And that she wouldn't be obsessed with like, you know, nothing wrong with wearing bikinis and stuff. It's just like, would you wear like some of the outfits that people wear at these family occasions? Yeah. Yeah. Would you actually wear bit, that to your family occasion? Probably not. Family Christmas. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, okay. um, but she like has the little moment where she tries on all the different swimsuits and that's really cute. I yeah. love that. Um, and they have a lovely walk where yeah. they talk openly and honestly and he talks about the fact that he was married or that he is married and they're like going through some stuff and he's got this daughter mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's good to be upfront about stuff because in a lot of movies, those kind of things are used as like a reveal moment. Uh, and a plot device rather than it being kind of mm-hmm. normal. What you would expect if you bumped into someone after a long time and you went, so what have you been yeah. up to? You have a six-year-old kid and you're not going to mention your six-year-old kid? Yeah, exactly. Like Usually there's a lot of like hiding things, right? But this time it was all kind of out in the open. Like, it didn't end well and it was kind of sad the way that it ended, but obviously like we yeah. needed some kind of conflict to keep ramping the story up. So yeah, like I, I was, I was sad... At the way that their initial meeting went, but so that the yeah. end of twenty before we got back to New York, or do you mean the movie in general? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Sorry. Um, do you not like the ending? Uh, I, um, I, I don't know. I feel like it should have ended early, like at the kiss. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think we needed the oh. little Christmas bit afterwards so much. Oh, like yeah. Oh, right. On the kiss on the wedding day, and then I, I, I don't. I don't think they needed to get married at the end of the film. To be honest, like I, I really hoped that it would be Alec and uh, is it Marielle? Yes. Yeah, that would have been. I really good. hoped it would be mm-hmm. if they were going to do a wedding that that would be their wedding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's like a lot of there. There isn't a huge amount of like confrontation in this movie. No, um, which is really, really nice. She does not cheat on Greg, no. which I really, really respect. She mm-hmm. like you know breaks things off with uh, with Greg before pursuing Jeff. Yeah, and it was like really you know even when he goes in for a kiss before she tells tells him about the boyfriend. I mean, that was one thing. Is like mm-hmm. he, she didn't immediately go, "Oh, I've got a boyfriend." But then they tackle that later on where she goes, yeah, I'm really sorry I didn't tell you. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I, I couldn't figure out how to say it without sounding presumptuous, mm-hmm. which is like totally fair because how do you kind of bring that up with someone, yeah. mm-hmm. as, you know, casually slipping into conversation that you've got a partner is probably something that people have to had to figure out how to do before. Uh, but it's like, how do you easily do that? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, have, a, have an honest conversation. About, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've spoken enough about like um, Olivia and Jeff. Like mm-hmm. they end up together at the end of the movie. That's yeah. not going to shock anyone. No, I really want to talk about Alex and Marielle and their love story. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. I mean, they were adorable. So Alec is um, Jeff's dad, and he's widowed. Um, but Marielle has been the well, no, she hasn't been the, whole, the hotel manager the whole time, but she's been working at the same hotel for like 25 years. She hasn't aged a day. No, <laughs> like, none of them have. No, um, but their romance made me very, very happy. I kind of like, I know why it wasn't on screen all the time, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of it. Yeah, or more of a resolution to it, I think would have been really nice. Yeah, like it would have been nice had they got married instead at the end of the film because like... With all due respect, I just don't feel like Olivia and Jeff should have moved that fast, which is why I would have rather that like it had ended with them, you know, giving her the plane tickets and then, yeah, yeah if we'd done another year in Hawaii, I really would have liked to see Alec and Mariel's story progress a bit more because they're also adorable throughout the entire film. Like, I really love their kitchen scene, um, which is... I loved that scene. Right? So good. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. So, like, um, Mary, uh, Alec keeps telling Marielle to call him Alec and not Mr. Williams. Um, and then I yeah. think he can't sleep. So she takes him to the kitchen to, like, get, I don't know, oh, some more so milk his, or something, no, right? So Jeff's sister, his daughter, who, as far as I'm aware, isn't actually named in no. this because I have no idea what her name is. Uh, she, she is 90% of the time referred to as your sister as uh, Alex talks to Jeff, <laughs> yeah. which, which now I think about it is, is problematic, don't like that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, he she's like very concerned about like his health and well-being, which I think mm-hmm. is a, a normal trauma response to someone who lost a parent at a young age. Um, yeah. You know, is to protect and look after the one that you do have. And it sounds like she's working mm-hmm. in the business. She's going to take over once he retires. She's like very concerned about what he eats. She like takes, you know, he takes a lump of cheese and she takes half of it. And mm-hmm. she's like always putting sun cream on him. So I think like all the, all the time he's having anything he shouldn't be yeah. having. He's like sheepishly hiding, you know, like if your dad's told not to have another beer, you just find <laughs> yeah. him like near the shed, just like sip it away. Don't, don't tell your mom, like kind of thing, yeah. uh, which is funny. Uh, and I like Mm-hmm. And I think like so he goes up and he's like, "Is there anywhere to get a snack yeah. around here?" And then he, she goes, she gets some cake out. They eat it. She, yes. you know, yeah. mentions that she's not working, so he gets the coffee stuff and he sorts that out, which mm-hmm. I really liked. You know, just these little gestures. It's like, like acts of service is like such the vibe for me. Yeah, uh, in terms of love languages, uh, I also like gifts. <laughs> um. <laughs> But, you know, there's like oh, lots of people mm. respond to things in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like a really nice, just a small moment that really spoke a lot. Uh, yeah. They did it really, really well. Yeah. And they have these small moments like every year um, and stuff like it. I, th- I thought it was really, really cute because um, they have, I don't understand baseball, right? But they've got this baseball rivalry. One of them likes the Red Sox. The other one yeah. likes the Yankees, I think. Um, yeah, and then they have this like really cute little meeting on the beach, and Alec puts down his like Red Sox towels, and Mariel laughs, and then they just sit and have a, a chat, and like you can see every year that their yeah. romantic connection builds, and like it gets a bit deeper. So yeah, I kind of would have liked to have seen Alec kind of 
retire to Hawaii and, you know, maybe potter about this hotel that like he's been coming to for ever as well. Yeah. And, you know, make a fresh start with Marielle and just like enjoy yeah. themselves. Especially because he can like I would yeah. Yeah. Let his business go and like yeah, let Jeff live his dream of building boats. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. I like that he had an interesting, unique job. Mm-hmm. Uh, boats are cool. I think boats are a sexy hobby. Sure, why not? <laughs> Sailing's really fun. I used to do a lot of sailing yeah. um, when I was a kid. Uh, and it's super fun and mm-hmm. it's hard work and it's dope. Uh, <laughs> being out in the water is cool as fuck, especially if you're in Hawaii, I assume. I imagine. Um, yeah. yeah, well, what would have been really nice if they ended it with like, you know, Olivia and Jeff have the kiss mm-hmm. and then it goes into like the credits and it's like a, mo- a, a photo montage like the start of like oh, their yeah. next few years in Hawaii and it starts off with like you know it's just pictures of them on the beach with the kids like building mm-hmm. sandcastles and then it's like suddenly a picture of like Marielle holding her ring finger up because she's engaged yeah. like everyone's cheersing and then it's like their wedding and then it's like Leah Michelle holding a baby on the beach and like stuff mm-hmm. like that and it doesn't need to be so overt like you know yeah I I think it's kind of weird to all right <laughs> I don't mean to be rude mm-hmm. and to call upon my expertise here but I am currently <laughs> affianced and planning a wedding okay mm-hmm. so I know how much fucking effort it is but to plan a wedding mm-hmm. and her first wedding that was due to be in Hawaii yeah. to Jeff Oh, sorry. Was, um, Would you mind if we give a wee oh, bit of Greg. context? Yeah. So Olivia and Greg do actually get engaged in Hawaii oh, when shit, he goes to uh, when he comes to surprise her and her family and does all the reindeer games and stuff. And like, do you know what? His proposal was really nice. It gave me the fear really because I don't feel like they spoke about it. So it really was kind of like out of left field because I feel like they'd only been dating for about a year. Um, but like, well, yeah, she wasn't dating him the year before. Yeah, and then. The year when Greg arrived to uh, Hawaii, mm-hmm. the parents were like, oh, this is Cincinnati Greg. And they'd like clearly never yes. met before. So yeah. that was to me a bit weird. Mm-hmm. But then like. But it was you know, but it was fine. nice. Like he, his proposal was re- well done. It was it was quite romantic. The fact that he was like, you know, I love you so much that I could get sand on my toes. Um, like, you know, it's it it very, very cute. And he has changed as well. And like, you know, by the time we do the jump um and yeah. get to their wedding like he has made effort to stop working so much and to kind of relax and calm down um like he's still himself i don't feel like he was tempered down or like no. trampled down but you can see he's actually trying to you know um not accept olivia's kind of way of thinking but like to take it more on board and to take her wants and needs into consideration a bit more yeah which is really really nice he apologizes for working so much Mm -hmm. and then when he say you know he goes up to her like or just before she breaks his little heart bless him yeah Uh, and she's like and he's like hugging her and he's like oh wasn't that such a great party i'm really glad our families are getting along and then you know going hey i know you've been wanting to be more creative why don't we get that property on whatever and you can see if you can you know scratch that itch i don't really like that term for it Mm -hmm. but like it makes sense for who he is that he would phrase it like that yeah and that you know it's clearly something that he has done it doesn't benefit him Mm -hmm. to have a creative space like it doesn't seem like that's something that he needs or wants or relishes in yeah but he wants to make her happy and that was the thing that's like really prevalent 
yeah. and made him not the villain. Like, there wasn't really a villain in this movie. It was just no. like, you know, you felt bad equally for everyone and happy equally for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that was re- really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I did really enjoy this film. And, like, <sighs> while I don't think that it was right for Olivia to break off the engagement the day before the wedding, obviously, it would be worse for her to marry him and then have to divorce him and stuff. Like, it still was handled in a pretty good way. And I thought that Greg kind of took her breaking it off like a champ. Um, I don't know if I would be calm enough to... Well, well, so this was what I was thinking. So when you get married, Mm -hmm. you invite people to come to your wedding. Yeah. And that requires a certain amount of time from everyone involved. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if people can't make it for the time, and that's whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, not speaking directly of my wedding in this scenario, but just from my experiences of planning a wedding, asking people to give up their time Mm -hmm. can be complicated because everyone has a lot of life commitments. And asking people to give up their Christmas Mm -hmm. is quite a specific thing. And asking everyone to give up their Christmas and travel to Hawaii... Mm -hmm. In less than a year's notice, because they weren't even dating the year before, yep. is like a big ask. Mm-hmm. And then asking everyone to do it again when you get married the next year yep. seems a bit weird. Though it don't only seem to be like the main cast there and they already go to Hawaii every year anyway. So yeah. maybe that's fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, like it wasn't even just that. It was like the expense of having the wedding in Hawaii without even putting the guests in there as well like how much money are they yeah. making designing buildings for the government <laughs> like yeah it, it, it I, I jobs were not touched on in this movie but it, i just assumed that everyone i looked at was unexplainably wealthy yeah right <laughs> like inexplicably wealthy for whatever it is job like he has five warehouses cool guess he's a fucking billionaire yeah absolutely it was it was mad it was mad but i really liked it i thought that it was fun i mean i know you usually fix the film but if i could like break it for a second mm-hmm. um at a certain this point this is a new segment i like this idea <laughs> naomi breaks the movie sweet i'm in let's go at a certain point like i because of all the time jumps and just how the time was moving through this this film and stuff and the fact that they had to return to this hotel every year, I was like, are their souls tethered to this location? Have they been in this hotel the whole time? Is this somehow like a tropical shining kind of deal? Um, maybe it's because like we're recording this before Halloween, but I just ended up going really spooky and yeah, genuinely kind of thought that, you know, the the nephew and his uh, Jeff's daughter were going to be cursed to also fall in love and they were never ever going to leave that was kind of where where I ended up Um, so yes sorry for breaking the film I mean I can see (laughs) I mean that would have been what a twist right Uh, I would have fucking you know maybe if Taika Waititi had directed this movie that would have been I would love to see a Taika Waititi rom-com, by the way. Just thought of that. Oh, my God. Taika Waititi Christmas movie. Holy shit. Okay. Anyway, wish list. Uh, Dear Santa, I've been very good. Please. Um, Anyway, yeah. I Yeah, that would be really fun, actually. I kind of wish there had been something else. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot to, like, pack in, though. And I think because it's a TV film, it 
at points had to keep reminding myself of it so that I could make sense of the pacing because it felt like three episodes of TV, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, do you know what? I think this might be the, the best one yet. <laughs> and we're going to be talking I about really Falling for Christmas this. next week, so... Actually, oh, well, fuck yeah. Well, actually, I, I'm... Th- this has been uh, this is really up there for me i also think before th- maybe at the the final episode of this year i think we should do a definitive ranking of the movies that we have uh, spoken about before yeah uh, if you are interested in seeing that everyone just tweet or uh, instagram us um yeah i mm-hmm. think that would be a good thing to do but this is totally one that i that's out of left field that i would recommend yeah. to someone who liked christmas movies and mm-hmm. um, this is a great one to like watch with friends there's lots of like funny moments in it it's yeah. sincere but not cringe and mm-hmm. tedious um there's like there's loads of stuff that we didn't even really touch on in this no. um that was like really nice loads of like cool dancing some music mm-hmm. leah michelle sings at the beginning which i forgot about um, <laughs> there's the scenery is lovely though uh-huh. quite green screened uh, in a lot of places mm-hmm. but it's what i would want from a christmas movie yeah definitely. which is weird because it's set in hawaii and it's sunny how many hudgens out of five are you giving same time next christmas then I think I'm going to give it a 4.5, actually. <gasps> I mean, never a full score. There's no Vanessa Hudgens, so... No Vanessa Hudgens. You know, but... Oh my God, how good would this movie have been if instead of Leah Michelle it was Vanessa Hudgens? I would have cried. <laughs> I would have cried. Uh, this is... Oh my God, that would have been so amazing. Uh, Wait, does that fix everything in this movie? No, it doesn't. No, no. But it would make it great. To be fair, Leah Michelle was good in this. I thought yeah. this episode was going to be us ragging on Leah Michelle for an hour, but she was like really not normal her yeah. costuming was really nice her makeup looked good even her mm-hmm. sad moments like i liked how she personified you know that like they went on like they had like yeah. a cute kiss uh in the first year when both of them were originally single and it was like she reacted to it really sweetly and yeah. like yeah she was quite soft in this film which she's not in a lot of her other roles but like i, I did have it in my notes i was like i hope leah michelle does tv movies for the rest of time because i just feel like this really suited her um and it is nice to see her play like a different kind of character because usually she's quite like abrasive like as rachel berry she's yeah. a lot to handle um and i imagine she's the same in scream queens which is probably why she was cast in that um but yeah no you know what i'd agree with 4.5 Hudgens. Yes. Yes. I, wow. I approve of this film. <laughs> yeah. So very unexpected. Uh, but I'm thrilled. It's lovely to have a, something like this to, to be able to go back and watch mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Definitely. I also feel like because it's set in Hawaii, this mm-hmm. is a kind of Christmas movie you could get away with watching at any time. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Like it's definitely... A good one for November, um, if you're not ready to yeah. fully dive into the Christmas spirit. Um, if you'd like to dip your toe into the warm waters of Christmas, then <laughs> watch same time next Christmas. Nice. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us today. We will be back next week uh, to talk about the Netflix original Falling for Christmas, which stars Lindsay Lohan. Um, we're dead excited about it. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> It's going to be so good. I'm Holy very shit. excited. Uh, we may have a little surprise baby bell um, discussing the Ooh. trailer. Um, you can subscribe to our coffee to access that. 
Yes, please do. We like coffee. Yes, we do. Um, and yeah, Bex, you want to do some final plugs and then we'll get out of here. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. You can leave yeah. star ratings mm-hmm. on Spotify now. So if you're listening Whoop. on Spotify, give us a cheeky five five Vanessa Hudgens, if you wouldn't mind, please and thank you. <laughs> uh, if you know someone who loves Christmas and you think that they would enjoy our podcast, please send it their way. You can tweet at us at Jingle Bells Pod or Instagram us at Jingle Bells Pod. Uh, I am <laughs> at Bex Poet on pretty much everything. Yeah. Naomi is at Naomi E-A-H. Yes, un- underscore as well. Underscore, yeah, underscore. shit. Yeah. Uh, I got hacked this year. I had to change everything. Oh no, oh shit. Oh no, just as I got the plugs down. Now we've got to change the username. Uh, but you can find all the links to all of the stuff we do in the various descriptions of these episodes. Yes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Hang on, I've got it written down. Wait, 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 where is it? Mali Kali Kamaka. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or tell a festive friend about our shenanigans. Stay up to date with all things Jingle Bells online at Jingle Bells Pod on Instagram and Twitter or buy us a coffee at coffee.com forward slash Jingle Bells Pod. Your support means so much and helps us keep doing what we love. See you next time, elves. None of them help. I still feel I just